Hello and welcome to For the Love of Beer podcast. I'm Phil Savory, joined as always by my good friend Mark Carly Johnson. Howdy. I was gonna, you know, I was gonna start with howdy. I very nearly did that. <laughs> very nearly did that. <laughs> anyway, so the reason for the greeting is, is that we're we're taking a break from the bucket list today, and we are focusing on the United States of America as it's the Fourth of July um, at recording, and possibly if I'm, well, depending on. Uh, if I'm lazy, I probably won't edit and release it today. If I'm not feeling lazy, I'll edit it and release it straight away. So, you know, if you're in the States, perfect timing. If you're not in the States, we don't give a shit. But we're doing it anyway, because uh, it's just an excuse to create content and the beers are running thin on the ground. And this second series kind of just, this difficult difficult second uh, second album um, just sort of rumbles on, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, happy Independence Day to all you United States of Americans out there. Yes, congratulations on, on securing your uh, your freedom from us. Um, how's that going for you? Yeah. <laughs> they've, done well, they've, done, they've done pretty well for themselves. <laughs> putting recent events to one side. Uh, okay, so we have, we're doing three beers. Um, we're avoiding, we're taking a left turn. We're not going Budweiser, Miller, Pat's. Um, we're going for three beers that are um, each quite different from each other. Um, hopefully it'll be interesting to drink and, and talk about while discussing other shite. Uh, Mark, what do you want to start with? Um, should we go with Anchor? Let's. In fact, no. Can I uh, change oh. my mind there? Let's go with Lagunitos. Yes. Um, because it's the one that I'm most likely to not like. <laughs> so let's get it out of the way first. Okay, so, right. <laughs> put yours there i've made my little um i've got a little um uh, call bag because we're, we're doing this over zoom and i've decided to store my beers to keep them cool and save me out of the room in a little sloth call bag that my uh wife takes oh me. yeah um and i put a couple of ice Beautiful. packs in there so hopefully every every beer is going to be absolutely optimum um when i have it so i'm just going to have a little rummage here Sounds a bit weird to be honest being back in the the well, my, my home office yeah, when we were talking about the other day how we were going to get this done, I must admit I've quite been quite looking forward to um, doing an online one. Actually, you know, I've missed well, it. I've, you know, we had yeah. we had a big spell of doing these, didn't we? But you know, obviously we've well we've run out of beers. But yeah, it's um, ironic that on the day in this country where everyone's basically declared coronavirus over and gone to the pub, um, we're still we've we've gone back to to right at the beginning where we're we're just sat in rooms talking to each other on the internet. Do you think loads of people are actually going to go out today? Uh, I don't know. You know, I've seen nothing. I was gonna, I was gonna sort of keep an eye on things because you get you go on Twitter and you'll see like doing whatever. I'm sure there'll be plenty of that later on. But I'm, yeah. I'm not really asked to be honest. People, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm neither here nor there on whether they should or shouldn't be open. The, the businesses need the money, um, and if as long as they've they've taken the measures that they've taken, it's it's up to people to, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm pretty much the same, really. I'm not really bothered, um, personally, whether they're open or not. But I don't know. I'm just not really interested in going out this weekend. I'm supposed no. to be working this morning, but I wasn't required, and I'm working again tomorrow night. But um, I'm off work this well for two weeks now, um, so I might have to partake in a couple of drafts. Seems I've not had one for well months and months. Yeah, you should. I'd have joined you. So I'm back to work on Monday. But anyway, anyway, oh, right. yeah. I know. Anyway, <laughs> enough about personal lives. Lagunitas. Yes. Um, so first thoughts, it's an Indian pale ale um, coming out of uh, California. It's the newest of the beers that we're drinking today. Um, the brewer was found, only founded in 1993. Oh. Um, and is now half owned by Heineken, which is why it's so easy for us to get here, because it's, it's in most, in the crafty bit in most supermarkets, this, this pops up. What's with the dog on the front? Um, don't know. Didn't research it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, it's got a it's got a dog on the front for anyone listening. Yeah, in, um, in PLL, we're normally you know lagers and stuff. There's a few. I mean, there's a Sierra Nevada is another one that I almost picked for this episode and then changed my mind because I've had it a few times and I think you had it before and didn't like it anyway. Um. um see, the thing is with this, bloody hell, it's strong, isn't it? Six point two percent. Um. Thing is with this, now this is not my cup of tea because it's quite obviously an IPA. 
Um, but recently, I have had a couple of um, ale type things. I had this Norwich City ale a few weeks ago. And do you know what? I could actually drink it. It was all right. I could put up with it. But I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have loads of them. Um, but this is... Mm, mm. I mean, I wouldn't have any more than just the one. And if I was out in a pub, I wouldn't get one either. Yeah, if I'm drinking, if I'm drinking a, a, a pale ale, um, I would prefer I prefer Sierra Nevada to this. But this seems yeah. really popular, especially in in the states. I was the, the reason why I picked this one because I never had it. And I was watching uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I'm a big fan of. You know, you're, you know, watched that bit. Um, I'm a big fan of that. And there was he was he was drinking this beer. Larry Day was drinking this beer at a house party, and I was like, oh, give that a go. And uh, it's not a great, is it? Really, it's not my. I say it's not my cup of tea. Have you not had it before? Nope, first time. Oh right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a bit shit. It's quite. Um, it's got quite a tangy flavour on it. Yeah, tangy, tangy, very tangy, very bitter. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not downright awful. It's a bit. It's not the kind of thing I would normally drink. No, it's a bit sour actually as well. Um, yeah, I wouldn't particularly. In fact, I've guaranteed now I won't be drinking another one. But you know, if I'd probably rather drink Carlin to be quite honest with you, it's bloody awful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's just that's just not my taste, is it? But yeah, yeah. IPA fans might enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, was well, one of the most popular ones. So, well, in the states. Mm. Have you ever been to the US? Yes, I have. Um, I went to Florida for two weeks. Uh, how long ago was that? 2014, so six years ago, um, I went and loved it. But it was very touristy, you know. We did, like, all the theme parks and all that shit. Uh, uh, but I bet Hannah enjoyed Disneyland, then. Oh, adored it, loved it, yeah. I remember that you have to get, like, a... Well, we chose to get a boat that takes you into... The Disney World, like the main Disney park, like Magic Kingdom, which is like the castle and everything. We took a, like a steamboat that um, that takes you through a lake that then brings you to the entrance. And um, she pretty much cried for the entire time. Tears of joy. <laughs> <laughs> never, never seen happier. Um, I, I really don't get it. I just do not get Disney at all. Uh, I, I I mean I like theme parks and stuff like that. I would I would go back. I'd love to. Cause my my girl's only like three, so when she's a bit older, I would love to take her. I think she she'd absolutely love it. And uh, yeah. it's just you spend the day sweating and queuing. But it's more that's like, what I just don't get. Why yeah. do people want to just queue all day every day? I just really don't get that. And that guy, Mister Disney, Mister Disney, he really knows how to make his money. I mean, obviously he's dead now, but. <laughs> The yeah. people in charge of it, Christ, that's a money oh, yeah. spinner, isn't it? Yeah, the yeah. amount that the amount of shit they just churn out in the Disney stores and like it's just shit after shit everywhere. I just now, it's not blows even my mind. Shit. They bought other people's shit and now own that. Exactly. So Don't they own Star Wars now as well? Yeah, Star Wars, Marvel, um, even um, they bought they bought another studio. They bought Fox. So you know, like 20th Century Fox and all that, they own that. So now, why they have all of that as well? They have, um, I think they've got Power Rangers, weirdly as well. And Power, they've got everything. Why? Is I it? just don't get it. I mean, just there's just no variety out there for that sort of program and films and you know all that sort of stuff. There's just no variety because they've just taken over everything, haven't they? Uh, yeah, it's becoming a, it's becoming a, a bit of a, a monopoly. Yeah, a little bit. But the, um, one thing about America, as you say, you, you can like so when I was over there, um, I was obviously a tourist doing very touristy things. So the, the people I would encounter and talk to were all really nice. Um, you know, would would because obviously a lot of them were working on tips and things like that. Really lovely people. Um, and, and yeah, I would go. I would go back. I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I would. I would definitely go back. There's other parts of the states I'd like to explore. The country has its obvious problems, like massive, massive problems. But I think there's still a lot of good in it. You have to look beyond the orange dickhead that 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 runs it for now. Um, although I get the feeling, you know what? They're saying that he's not going to win this election. Uh, he will. In the, well, they're saying he's not going to win it. 
but the, but there there's also talk that he's still not going. He's actually there's a way that he can lose the election and still be president. So he by a technicality, like a yeah. thousand year old one. Uh, sort of. So he has. Um, so generally, uh, they have um, the way they do it over there is a bit weird. So you can get more votes and still lose because um, you can have one state like California, which is full of people, counts the same as a state like you know Dakota, North Dakota, or South Dakota that has like way less. Yet that carries as much power. So, so you vote as a state, basically. Yeah, kind of. So, so winning that state, um, it doesn't necessarily um, deliver as much as it should. So, if you won, so there's certain states that sometimes go either way, that they call swing states, and they're the ones that basically decide elections. But they're saying at the moment that the other fella, Biden, um, who doesn't seem up to much either, to be honest, uh, he will win the popular vote and potentially will win win the election outright. But Trump could um actually invoke like a, a an emergency act so what they're saying is he's gonna he's basically gonna declare the election rigged say that and say that china they say that china um have interfered with the election which would be ironic because russia interfered with the last one yeah and uh and he'll say right you know it's a it's a it's a it's a fake election it's a rigged election um, I shouldn't have lost. Uh, the other guy won because because of China and needs to be investigated. So uh, as I'm, I'm initiating an emergency protocol and it has to be sorted. And there's a deadline. So he can stall for time while that goes on. And there's a deadline where they call the Electoral College has to sit and sort itself out in like mid-December. Um, so if it just overruns and gets to that point where the Electoral College has to sit down and sort stuff out, he he has he has um, people enough people and stuff in his favour that can basically just keep him in. So it doesn't really matter if, if what happens in the election if he doesn't get the result he wants, he'll just he'll just basically fucking cheat his way. It to, just will. You know it's going to happen, but it oh, will yeah. need to happen because Vladimir is going to sort it for him anyway. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Well no, I don't. I, I'm not so sure. You know, he's been so bad. I'm not even entirely sure he could win in the conventional way that he won last time. I don't think he could do that again. But anyway, mm. this beer. So, the, the, oh, actually, do you want to play? Do you want to play the game now? Or do you want to wait for another beer that you'll probably? Should get? we play our game, um, and then uh, we can crack on with it around other discussion, can't we? Because yeah. I get a feeling you're going to know a lot more about this than I am. I'm pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. Well, so so the thing I came up with was. Um, we would take it in turns. So, uh, so I'll, I'll let you start um, by naming states and see if we can get through all fifty. And then the person that basically fucks up will give up. Yeah, that's more than likely going to be me. Um, are, you, are you ready? Grab a piece. Yeah, just going to grab a bit of paper. There we go. Right, I'm ready when you are. So, first one, first yep. state, New York. Uh. Yeah, I'll give you that. Wyoming. Right, okay. Michigan. Texas. California. Florida. Um, Florida. Alaska. Hawaii. Uh, right. I don't want uh, to this early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay. Uh, right, we'll come back to it. Because I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to sit here saying, uh, for the next 10 minutes. So, uh, you just lost. All right, fuck it, I lost then. What do I have to do? <laughs> do I have to drink? Just down that, yeah. Or oh, the rest of it. You can't just pause yeah. it and go back to it later. I thought we might take our time and work our way through it but I suppose it would have been tedious for the listener if we'd got through all 50 because we'd have been sat there for a while so it's lucky you were shit at it yeah we'd just be <laughs> disgusting <laughs> yeah I think I could do you know that that, that um, what's the the, used to be the old national lottery game on Saturday night is that who dares wins or whatever that one with the you have to name 
they give you a thing and you have to name as many as you can think of on that like do you remember that they sit in a pod and then they they have to name like 30 films that have got Julia Roberts in and then they you know I'd be proper shit at that well you know what I mean that, that game yeah yeah yeah. I, I, I could probably do 45 out of 50 I think wow not sure I could there's another game close there's another game show on at the moment um, is it Tenable the one with um, the Warwick little Davis. guy yeah Warwick Davis my mum my um, met him mum has been really? to a wedding my mum has been to a wedding with him wow as his guest or at the same wedding as a guest, so the so uh, someone that my mum worked with used to work with was a dwarf, and had done had done film extra work and was friends with Warwick Davis. So when he got married, <laughs> how stereotypical is that? Like they're all friends, and and yes, it was a dwarf wedding. My mum was invited to this dwarf wedding, <laughs> and Warwick Davis was there. And I mean, I don't I don't think um, R two D two wasn't there. The guy that I think he I think he might have been dead by that point, but. Um, yeah, so it was just so dwarfs, and it was apparently brilliant. Great laugh. Well, nice actually, guy. I have been within sort of two feet of him. Um, at work last year, he was um, on a Segway, believe it or not, a small, specially adapted one. Yeah. Um, segwaying through Manchester Piccadilly Station, right by me, it was, um, with what I presume was his wife as well, um, heading out towards the taxi rank they were. On the little segways, they were both on segways. Yeah, they were, um, like just wiping everyone out as they were going around the concourse. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've I've seen him but not met him. I have to say, I didn't have I didn't have dwarf dwarfs on my um, list of topics to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> These <laughs> things happen. Um, right, American sports. You can only have one, right? I know you're you're not big on American sports anyway, but you can only have not at all. Only have one. What would it be? Um, it's soccer ball, obviously. No, that doesn't count. It's not their sport. Very true. Right now, um, I have been to watch the baseball, and I really enjoyed it. It was a great day out. Um, I've been twice now, actually. Once in New York, and then I went to watch the one in London last year. Um, but it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Proper sort of, it's just a piss up, isn't it? You know, there's... it's just great. Everything's just a laugh. Everything's laid back. You go for a piss, you can have a beer, watching the sport. You can just do what you want. It's just great. You know, you can just please yourself, and it goes on like for what seems like forever. So there's no rush about anything. You know, you just take your time. Enjoy yourself. Have well, you we seen went to the one live in... before. I've seen what live? Sorry, we've seen cricket live before. No, I'd love to go and watch the Ashes though. That is on my bucket list actually. So I wonder, is an experience which is more tedious, baseball or cricket? Um, I'd sort of understand what was going on in cricket, so I could probably put up with that a little bit better. Um, but with the baseball I had no idea what was going on like my wife was telling me like what was happening and I'd forget like two minutes later because it's just like they don't do a full rounder do they you know like in rounders when you're at school you fucking smash it oh, I love and, you, know, you get yeah it's great you know it's all part of fun. absolutely smash it and then you know you get a rounder you finish like 10 to 8 or something like that you know you get a few rounders whereas with baseball it's just it's just tedious. It goes on forever. Whereas cricket, well, that's the thing. I mean, cricket's sort of potentially more boring, really. Whereas baseball, I found that really fun. When we were in New York, um, we were in like the cheapest seats, obviously. Mm. Um, but everyone around us was just like, it was like a family day out. It was yeah. just a laugh. Everyone was enjoying themselves. They do sports so much better than we do. Every, like the football yeah. here is so everything's about performance and it's um, everything's just driven and has to be just totally you know spend a thousand million pound otherwise you're going to get sacked you know like yeah. the managers and that whereas hey, it's just it's fine you know you go for the event don't you yeah. rather than well I did anyway I enjoyed it I really really enjoyed watching um, Yankees when I went there See, hence I, the cap I, 
I think I could get you into NFL. NFL, I, yeah. I'm a big fan of it. I, could, I think I'd get you into that. I've had a watch of it and I didn't enjoy it. But I tell you, another thing that I did enjoy was the basketball. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to scrub your baseball and I'm going to raise your basketball. Yeah. Um, so much so, I watch basketball on telly. Love it. Um, when we were out in New York, though, it was out of season. I think we were in July or August, so it wasn't on. So we yeah. didn't get to go and watch. But I would love to go back and watch some ba- uh, live basketball. That's more, yeah, that's more kind of, well, obviously end-to-end, more, a bit more exciting. Um, yeah, I've been I've pretty much since the era of like I'm a big fan of the 1996 film Space Jam. Um, thank mm. America for that. Um, and uh, so I've been a sort of Chicago Bulls fan. Um, not that they've really done much of anything in, the, in a long time. Um, but yeah, I, I'll keep an eye on the Chicago Bulls. My brother's younger brothers are, are, are big into. Big into um, basketball and, and a bit of NFL. I wish we had more basketball over here, really. And I mean, I know there is the. Um, there's yeah, like a league, there should be. There? But, I but it's, it's, just, be. it's just shit. Like no one's really into it. I think the problem with ba- I think the problem that basketball has here is basketball could do really well here. I think there's an appetite and a culture for it, but there's not enough. Done. So where you get like Olympic sports that get money spent on them, budgeting and whatever, basketball gets fuck all. Mm, That's true. If they invest in basketball, it would do. It would do great for communities, especially your urban communities where you've got, you know, because you've got loads of NBA fans in the UK, um, and you can get the odd one that 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 ends ends up as a British but yeah, it's just it's just not it's just really badly funded here, and mm. yeah, I know they have like professional leagues and stuff, but it's not it's not proper, is it? Netball does better. No, there's there's no celebrities or anything like that, is there? It's just it's basically it's glorifying amateur sport, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it's a bit here, which is a shame because I think it could be a proper decent professional. They've just invested more in it at, at the grassroots level because that's the thing you need to get kids playing it. Or a structure where kids can play it and then can can take that on further. At the moment, you just can't. It's it's, it's a more accessible sport than tennis is, anyway. Definitely. So, um, are you ready for another beer? I'm ready for what? What do you want next? What, what, um, what rate that by the way out of ten? As I drank it, I actually preferred it as it went on. I'd I'd give that a I'd give it a six. Um, as far as IPAs go, yeah, I mean it was all right. It was no worse than any other IPA that I've had. It's just not to my taste. So I'll give it six. I'm not going to argue that. I'm going to rummage in my cool bag. What am I then? I'll let you pick. Should we go with Brooklyn? Yeah, let's do Brooklyn. 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 I've had Brooklyn. I have had this before. Now, the one that I've got here is Hoppy Amber Lager, but they do do a Pilsner, I've found out recently. They do they, the standard stuff though. This is like their main. Is this like the main sort of yeah go-to bit for them? Yeah. So Brooklyn Lager, um, the brewery, Brooklyn Brewery, has been going since 1988. Started by two blokes. Well, a new one. Then. Yeah, yeah, new one. Um, Steve Hindy and Tom Popper, the names of the guys that basically created the beer. Now, weirdly, and I read this and I was like. Oh. Steve Hindy, so he's the kind of brains or the, the, the guy that originally created the beer. He learnt brewing um, or brewing techniques and all that sort of stuff um, yeah. in the Middle East. Why? I don't know. So, uh, so he went out there, he learnt how to brew, came back, set up this brewery with his mate, quit the jobs, and then what, 32 years later, they've got a global brand and a, and a very popular... As branding goes, I think it's actually quite good. Now, that's interesting. So, branding, that brings me to a nice bit of trivia. I can't remember the guy's name, and even if I said his name, it wouldn't be that important to the listener anyway. But um, what they did was, when they created the beer, they um, contacted a famous um, designer... Um, artist 
who was involved in a lot of the New York tourism, sort of I love New York type, you know, the I love New York stuff, designer of all that. Him. The iconic stuff. Yeah, they tapped him up and said, design us a logo, and then we'll, and rather than pay you, we'll just give you um, a share, you know, shares in the, in the company. Wow. So he gave him the logo, and I bet he's done very nicely out of it because it's quite a nice logo, and obviously it's gone on to become, you know, a pretty big, a big deal. Because it was, it was just that's small, amazing. It was a small microbrewery to begin with. Then um, after a certain while, obviously it got more traction, and then Carlsberg. So Carlsberg didn't buy it; they went into partnership. So they're still, they're still owned. They're still majority in, independents. They own, they own themselves. Partnered with Carlsberg to distribute in Europe and other parts of the world. So what they did with Carlsberg and what Carlsberg enabled them to do was they set up a like a craft brewery in I think Lithuania is one of the spots, and they've got one here as well. So wow. we're what we're drinking isn't from um, New York, isn't from Brooklyn. Um, it's made close to home, but is done so. But it's to the same recipe. Yes, and they've and they've done it in a way that they've created um, basically the same brewery model. So it's so they've not got Carlsberg to brew it for them. Themselves and Carlsberg have basically created these breweries to to make it to the same standard. That's all right. Then. The first time I had this, I didn't like it. The first time I didn't like it at all. And I had it on draft somewhere uh, back in the last year. Um, I had a draft in a pub. And I felt like it was loads better. Um, and so I'm curious to have it again from a can to see, because I've had it in a bottle and draft, and this is the first time in a can. I had it when we were in New York, and I, I just remember it. I didn't like it. Um, and I can't remember why. It just wasn't to my taste. And it's not a Pilsner, so now I know no. that's why. It's an acquired well, It's all right. It's yeah. different. You know, it, it's nothing like a Pilsner, really. It's got quite a sort of, well, an ambery flavour to it. But it's all right, isn't it? Um, I'd quite be quite interested to try the Pilsner actually and see what it tastes like, because um, this is all right. Yeah, it's grown it, on me. It has grown on me. It's not one of those that I would. If, if if you're buying beers to have in the fridge to just drink, I wouldn't really pick this. I have to be in the mood for it because it's a bit. But interest. Normally, but interestingly, B and M at the moment are doing a pack of I think it's twelve. Um, different varieties of Brooklyn lager. There's this one, like the main one, um, the Pilsner, and I think there's like a, is it a Naranjita one, so like an orangey flavour. Ah, that Naranjita one is shit. I've had that. It's shit. Don't go near it. Is it bad? Yeah. Fucking awful. Right. Okay. Well, but maybe I'll get I, into some. I need to avoid fruit and beers. I, I used to fall for that a lot. Fruit and beers. No, just I like my beer to taste like beer. Remember when Fosters used to do that Fosters twist? The lemony flavour one. The Rattler. fucking up. It was called Foster's Twist at the time, but I think now, is it called Rattler now? They made a Rattler, and that was all right, because it, it was just basically a soft drink. It wasn't really even beer. Well, they still sell Foster's Rattler, don't they? I think, I so. think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, years ago, it used to be called Foster's Twist. Um, and I used to drink it thinking I was cool, and you know it's all summery, but looking back, like, just grow a backbone. It was fucking awful. Mm. It was awful stuff, really bad. Um, but I might get some in, and then if I don't like the Naranjita, I'll just farm it off to someone else when we have a barbecue. Yeah, I'll be curious. Yeah, I'll be curious. How much is that kit? It wasn't massive amounts, I don't think. I you think it was either tw- 12 or 20 cans or something like that. Massive diversion for all the themes of this pod. But um, have you seen that, um, obviously, as, as uh, I can't believe it's taken me so long to mention it, that Liverpool are now champions of not just the world, Europe, now England, mm. um, that the Erdinger have brought out a special commemorative set of cans with Jurgen Klopp, because Jurgen Klopp, who's a Liverpool manager, is now the face of Erdinger. So they're all limited edition Jurgen Klopp Erdingers. You can get cans. Have you got one? No, because they're the fucking ridiculous to get hold of. Uh, we could I, do it a football special. I know. <laughs> Desperate to get one. But the but the um, you have to at the moment. I saw them online, and it was a pack of twenty four. So you had to buy a pack of twenty four that cost forty eight quid plus postage. 
Um, but they're out of stock as well, so I'd, I'd, I'd have to try and uh, rapid as well. So yeah, well, in, in celebratory terms, I'd be quite tempted to buy a pack of that. You know, yeah. even at two pound a can plus postage, um, you know, the, the opportunity of drinking Jurgen Klopp is something you can't. There's, you know, a pass up, really. there's a champions Carlsberg as well, which is a red can. Um, I've seen that. Is that the one yeah. that was a red, um, red liquid as well? Yeah. Uh, oh, is this a no. new one? No, no that was a couple of years ago, wasn't just, it? No, yeah, it's just standard Carlsberg but in a red can to commemorate because they're a sponsor. But no, I want that. I want that Erdinger club. I, I want it anyway. Have we done the new Carlsberg on the pod yet? Have I done what? Sorry. Have we done the new Carlsberg on the pod yet? The Pilsner. I think we talked about it on a supermarket beer type thing. Did we? Yeah. I was just Thank wondering you. whether we could shoe on a football special. But um, anyway. Uh, uh, I've got an idea for that. But anyway, admin over. Yeah. So, Brooklyn, New oh, York. So, I'm presuming you prefer this to obviously the last thing we had. Um, most definitely, yeah. Um, it's not... I was going to say it's not something that I'd pick. But having said that, actually, it's really starting to grow on me now. I quite like it. I, f- I feel like the more, I, uh, again, first time I had it, I wasn't keen on it at all, but I think that's because of its, of its unusual taste and because you're used to certain things or drinking certain things. Um, especially when I first had it, I wasn't really, I mean, I'm not cultured now at all, but I'm slightly more cultured, fractional than I was to begin with. So I, I kind of feel like the second time I had it, I kind of felt like, oh, I've adjusted to it now. I'm like, oh yeah, actually, I quite like this. Now having it again, like you say, yeah, I would, I would have it again. I wouldn't, it wouldn't be my first choice, um, but it's something that if I was in a bar and it was there, I would, I would, I would happily drink it again. There's a um, a pub near also. I don't know if it's open yet, but went to a wedding there at the back end of last year. They had it on draft. I don't know if it was this one or the pills or what, but I'd have it. Yeah, I would give it a go. It's a good talking point as well. Why are you having that? Yeah. Oh, different, isn't it? It's a cool barbecue beer because, like I say, it just looks cool, doesn't it? The, the presentation bit, design, logo, and everything is all very cool. It looks quite expensive, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's a it's a good um, it's a good barbecue beer. Something to I mean, your mates not necessarily will like it, but but it will be a you know it'll make you look cool, wouldn't it? We've got a rating for it. Ah, uh, seven. I think I gave it a seven. Um, on our Facebook page when I drank it draft. I think IPAs, like, if we're going to rate these as sort of similar to each other, mm. an IPA, I think, needs its own separate sort of rating because to rate that one mark below a Brooklyn is quite unfair, um, really. Cause, I, but like, I, but I didn't mind that, Lagunitas, as, as, as it went on. I actually... mm. I mean, to my taste, like, they're totally different. But I'll go with a seven for this. I'm quite happy with that. Yeah. It's a decent beer. Yeah, it's solid. Okay, so, America. I've heard, I heard you had a few little tidbits. Um, yeah, we can work through it, through a few, if you like. New York was once New Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, it was... Called the New Amsterdam was a settlement by the Dutch uh, that chose to settle in Manhattan. Only New York only came to be in later in the 17th century when the English captured it, obviously. So we'd have to name it after something over here, quite evidently. Yeah. Um, there's a palace that's made totally out of corn. Uh, you can actually visit a life size corn palace in the USA. Um, quite why you'd want to do that, I don't know. I mean, USA, like. The Americans are just, just full of shit, aren't they? You know, like stupid ideas like that. But then, I, for years, I've thought to myself, you know, it, only the Americans could do that. But then we go and vote for Brexit and vote Boris Johnson in. And then you realise that actually we're just as bad. Uh, at the moment, yeah. At the moment, we, we, the thing that us and America have in common is that the, there is no middle ground anymore. It feels like, they're, they're, whereas before, people were kind of like, either not asked about political stuff, 
or people were kind of pretty much straight down the middle, neither here nor there, or a bit of both? Politics has definitely got more to the forefront in the last few years, hasn't it? Yeah, whereas now it's like, um, for us obviously, Brexit created the thing that put you, that basically made everyone be either one side or another. Yeah, it created a load of racists, basically. And ever since then, we've not been the same because as a country we've not been the same because what it did was it put it put us into two camps so even though you know we're still going down this Brexit path whatever there's still like about half the country that's not happy about it um and people that just flat out won't accept it and um you know, I, I was i was heavily i was heavily for remain back you know during the vote and still am now but just obviously accept that the country wants what it wants. We need to get it done. Get on with it. Well, I don't. I, I don't want it done. Um, but I don't want it to fail because obviously, if it fails, then that that affects me badly. So if it goes well, then great. But I, there's no, absolutely nothing that tells me that it will. Um, <laughs> there's absolutely no thread of of any kind of comfort that says, "Look, this is going to go great. This is going to be great for." Um, <laughs> But um, you just hope that through through some sort of dumb luck or whatever that that, that it, it turns out okay. I get the feeling that it won't. Um, but to be honest, I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm, I've I've moved on from it now. I've, I've accepted it. <laughs> shall we uh, just before I carry on? By the way, shall we open our last beer? Uh, yes. Let me just finish this. Uh, right. So we're going to open Anchor Steam Beer. Now, I've got a feeling, was this the one that you drank when we were on a night out um, a few months ago in Nantwich? In, no. I can't, no, all right, okay. But, uh, so it's not that one. Before. Now, um, our beers actually, and this wasn't deliberate, but our beers are actually different. Ooh. So what you have and what I have are slightly different. Mainly because of the Waitrose and then two that I thought were from the same bit but actually weren't. <laughs> So um, you have Anchor Steam beer, which is yeah. um, which is their original from the Anchor Brewery, and this is their original beer. It's um, a beautiful bottle, by the way. It really is. Um, I've had that before, actually. Um, I've had it in, in in a couple of pubs, and it and it is nice. Um, what I've actually got is Anchor California Lager. Ooh, actually slightly different. Is that um, a bear on the front? It is a bear, because a bear features on the Californian flag. However, the bear on the California flag points the other way, so I'm not sure why they've done that. But anyway, so what you've got is Ankerstein beer, which is, the, which is their original recipe. So this, this um, the Anchor Brewery, so this beer has a bit more heritage than the other two we've had, which are quite modern and, and new. This one goes back to sort of gold rush times. So we're talking like... Um, Slap George Yokels with pickaxes and stuff, perspectives <laughs> uh, and all that. Um, so that goes back like to Texas, yeah. So that's what this goes back to. Now, steam beer thing now, steam isn't really used, steam isn't doesn't really come into the equation of the making of the beer. Apparently, the steam steam beer comes from um, it was just a, just a cool name. So, back in those times. So, say for example, if something in the 1950s, in the nuclear sort of age, everything was atomic. Atomic was modern and whatever. Back in the 1890s, steam, you know, steam-powered stuff was, was the future. It, was, it, made your, it made your product current. It made it, you know, you know, cutting edge. So it was just called steam beer for no other reason than that. However... Um, apparently the brewery this is the only stuff I have interesting things on the other two I didn't have anything interesting to say on it the, um, the brewery the, what they used to do back in those old times was they would ferment the beer in these um, big sort of troughs on the rooftops um, the rooftops of the brewery so what would happen was this beer would ferment um, in the sun and steam would rise up off the off of the actual the troughs so you would see steam there. So that so it kind of, the name kind of stuck because it felt appropriate to that. And then Anchor, the Anchor Brewer was really clever and trademarked 
steam beer so now it's it's they own it so that's their their, their thing and their thing alone right they trademarked it so steam isn't used but obviously the steam really comes from the fact that a it sounded cool and b the way that the, the the brewery the steam would rise off the top of the brewery from where these where the beer would ferment yeah it actually says it on the neck of the bottle i don't know if you've had it from there or if you go no, from wikipedia I haven't, I haven't gone as far as reading it but Right, so the next says that Anchor Steam brand beer derives from its unusual name from the 19th century when steam seems to have been a nickname for beer brewed on the west coast of America under primitive conditions and without ice. The word steam uh, may have referred to the pressure of natural carbonation developing in the beers. Today, the brewing methods of those days are a mystery and for many decades, Anchor alone has used the quaint name steam for its unique beer. Mm. There we go. What are your thoughts on the beer, by the way? Um, it's it's in the sort of Lagunitas kind of arena. It's quite a, a strong flavour. It's a yeah, dark but, beer, but it, it's a dark yeah. beer. But it's not a it's not a um, it is still categorised. I think as a well, I'm not sure if it's categorised as a lager or not. It's obviously different tasting. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm I'd rather have it. I'd rather have it than Lagunitas. Yeah, I'm quite fond of that one. How's the lager? It's uh, you know what the best thing I could compare it to, which was a beer that I actually was going to target for this episode, but I couldn't get hold of it in time. Is um, Kona? You know the Hawaiian. Um, that's the one that you add in Nantwich. Yeah, that's why I'm at. So, <laughs> Kona do, so Kona do uh, a golden ale, which I really like, and they also do a lager version, um, which is a Hawaiian brewery. And this is quite close to that, um, taste-wise. It's very similar to that. Is it lagery? More lagery than the yeah. beer that I've got? I've not had that one for a while, the one you're drinking. I've not had that for a while, but, th- but this is more like a, like a lager. I wouldn't say it's a top tier lager or something you would, you know, it's not, it's not, um, it's not of the quality of like, uh, obviously like a Stiegel. If it were on our bucket list, it would be a, maybe seven and a half out of ten. So it's a a good middling beer, really. It's good. Good without, without touching the sort of the levels of the, of the big hitters. The The elite, yeah. No, I quite fancy trying that. I might have to take a trip to Waitrose, Waitrose. and be as posh as you at some point. Yeah, Waitrose. Good beer mm. section. Um, yeah, they had a really good beer section. That's where I bought those Camden ones from. Um, but it's quite a specialist sort of um, area, really. They have different beers, don't they? I mean, such as the likes of this. Um, it was quite good. You know, we've had such a little gap between our beers that I've not even had a chance to, to sample my... Um, American snack, which is beef jerky. Oh wow! Yeah, I've had Beautiful. this pack. I've had this beef jerky in my cupboard for about a minute. It lasts forever. But um, love beef jerky. Did they eat jerky like we eat crisps? No, because they eat chips. Chips. You know, you know what I mean. Like Walkers or Lay's, as they'd be over there. I'm not sure, but. It is my it is one of my favourite American snacks. They don't really do snacks as well as us, in my opinion. No one does snacks like the Brits. No, they do some some very good comfort food though, don't they? They you do. Know, like, if you want to put on some serious weight, America is the place to be. Oh, the food out there! I mean, it's in terms of eating out, dining. You've got your fast food. Sorry, it's pretty bad podcasting when I'm chewing while I'm talking. There's just everything you could ever wish for. I mean, particularly like a meat eater like me. I yeah. love my meat. There is everything you could ever wish for. Um, we went to the final day we were in New York. There was a a jazz bar, like an underground jazz bar. There's a, a guy outside like, $5 ribs. So like, all right, running out of dollars. Let's go in there, that'll do. Um, so we went down into this and it was proper old school like 50s decorated jazz bar everything like that was ever perfect to me like jazz world it looked fantastic absolutely brilliant um, and the, the ribs were alright you know five dollar ribs it was $5 fantastic ribs. yeah I mean you couldn't wish for any more for five dollars it was brilliant 
That could have even been where I drank my first drop in lager. I don't know. Could have been. Can't remember. I just remember the ribs and the jazz. We would like seeing it at some point. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't. They don't generally do. I mean, there's a lot of American food. I mean, last. I mean, I've, I've been working on during obviously all this Corona shit. More time at home. I've done way more cooking than I normally do. My wife's a good cook. She's 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 good. There's some stuff she does better than me. Like roast. There's an amazing roast. But I've actually now added loads of stuff to my repertoire that I didn't have before. <laughs> Um, fried chicken now I've got fried chicken down to an art I could do fried chicken like really high quality like really good stuff um, burgers I can make burgers I can do smashed burgers I can, I can do burgers as well nailed that um, it's hard it's hard to look you know there's this sort of American type fast food stuff when it's done well there's 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 not much other stuff I'd rather eat than that. It's so good. It's so simple, but so good. Um, and when you're out there, like say in place where I went in, in Florida, a lot of that stuff, it's not not fine dining, but it's just it's really good, comforting. Food. But it's it's done well though, isn't it? Yeah, it's done well. Yeah, you know, generally. The only thing that lets it down, America, lets it down a little bit. It saves the snacks because things I would miss. If I lived out there. Um. I mean, I wouldn't live there anyway. I like going there, and I like—I—I I, I do genuinely think that there's more good about America than bad. I'd like to go off the tourist spot, you know. Yeah, I'd like to see more of the real America. I mean, yeah. it's slightly terrifying, but I'd like to see more of the. Real if any Americans want to come over here, don't go to London. Visit Crew. Visit. Well, that's <laughs> no. That's the real England. Don't send them to Crew. Um, the the. the my sort of feeling is there's snacks like you can't get a sausage roll out there the donuts are good sausage roll was the first thing i thought of when you were talking about snacks yeah. it's the same in any country apart from here there is nowhere that you can get a sausage roll as good as you can get here just, mean, mainly they don't even exist no you know you just cannot get a good sausage roll anywhere in the world you get country you get like uh, is it the turks that have baklava it's like a pastry type filling thing, but no one really, no one really gets a sausage roll. No one, no one, some, some reason other countries don't interpret it or, or, or don't, not that I've seen anyway. Is that, is like, that just because we're fat bastards thing. and we like sort of fatty stuff like that? I don't get, I don't get why a sausage roll is not common around the world. I don't, Neither I don't do understand I. it. It's not difficult to make. It's very simple. You could even add in, like, you could have different spins on it. You could have spices or things or herbs from different parts of the world. You could have a Mediterranean-style sausage roll with Italian sausage, Spanish sausage. It's a beautiful snack. Yeah. And I just feel like, for whatever reason, why is the hamburger is around the world. You go anywhere in the world and you get hamburger. Why can't you, why can't you go anywhere in the world and not get a sausage roll? It's weird. And yet you can get a ham and cheese sandwich anywhere. You can literally go to anywhere in the world and you will get a ham and cheese sandwich. A yeah. generally British sort of acknowledged, well, meal. But you just can't get a sausage roll. No. And yet you go to anyone coming like from abroad to here or go into Greg's and they'll get a pack of four. But then also they'll go and get a bit of a cake to go with it. Mm. Possibly get a sausage and bean melt or, you know, something like that. You can't get any of that abroad, and that's what I don't like about going going on holiday. You know, yeah, I can't can't get me fixed. The beef jerky is great. They, they, that was one brilliant thing that they do. Beef jerky, brilliant. Donuts are good over there. Are they as good as ours? It's neither here nor there. Pretty good. Biscuits. That's another huge problem. So you can get cookies in America, but you can't get you can't get like a chocolate digestive in America. Do they not eat them? No. So a biscuit in America. Yeah, I know. Hands on your head. Exactly. A biscuit in America. Because uh, where was I? I was somewhere in Florida anyway. And it was like a restaurant thing. And they said biscuits and gravy. And I was like, eh, don't understand. And then, so I had, it was like a, it was like a breakfast buffet type thing. And the biscuit was like, um, I don't even know how to describe it. It was uh, not sweet. Did you have it? I did, yeah, because I wanted to try it, what their version of a biscuit was. They, what they call a biscuit is not a biscuit to us at all. It's like, kind of like a 
a bready sort of it's more savory than sweet right so um it doesn't have any of that sweetness or and it's texture wise it's imagine like um like a dry sort of brick um if you coated it in something like gravy i guess it's not so bad but i just don't understand like like if i'm if i'm an american and i've never had a jammy dodger before and eat a jammy jammy dodger my life has changed forever Mm, it's true nothing of that could exist in america for all, for all the good, a, Lins, a Linsler tort is probably the closest thing to a jammy dodger, but it, it's not the same. Oreos, the cookies, and stuff are not in the same league as our biscuits, fig rolls, custard cream, bourbons, jammy dodgers, Jaffa cakes, Jaffa cakes, another one, Jaffa cakes. Jaffa cakes are incredible. Imagine if America had Jaffa cakes, I'd be more interested in, in, in living there, but yeah, you just can't. You know, it just, it just, it just doesn't compare. But another thing they don't do as well as us over here talking about uh, meat is bacon. Yeah, um, bacon's really small. Yeah, like bacon. thin strips of streaky smoked bacon. It's great. Oh, well, yeah, if you want. I mean, personally, I'd rather have you know your average. So this is a thing, like Danish bacon used to be very common over here and used to have adverts for it and all that sort of stuff. But now it's generally British stuff, isn't it? You know, when you go to the supermarket, it's British bacon, and which is fine. Mm. But we have our very sort of definitive, proper, it's a full bacon-shaped bacon. But you don't get that, not just America, but anywhere in the world, really, that, that we've been. You know, whenever you go for breakfast, it's always like thin, shitty... Mm streaky bacon it's crap I've never understood why the world just doesn't get better bacon like us army army is better than their beef though because we have better well <laughs> now we have better farming and food standards I can't yeah. wait to try out a chlorinated tinned chicken though Chlorine I don't know about chicken, you hormone beef to be fair all the beef I had in the states when I when I went there on holiday was brilliant I, I wouldn't yeah. so I, as far as I'm aware I've no idea. Every burger I had was was amazing. Every steak I had was good. Anything involving meat, pasta dish, whatever was was fine. Even chicken was fine. Um, but when you hear about how it's made and all the practices out there, it's obviously done done on a on a bigger scale and, and very different to what we used to do here. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. To be honest, I'm not looking forward to having to have. Did you know, London Bridge, as in, is falling down. It's yeah. actually in Arizona, just to give you a little fact. Oh. Um, it was taken there in the 1960s. Um, the guy that bought it was called um, somebody yeah. McCulloch. Tex McCulloch. Yeah, give it that, Tex McCulloch. Mm. The, um, now, he denies that he thought that it was Tower Bridge. You know, the most iconic bridge in the world is Tower Bridge, the two yeah. blue towers. Um he denies that he thought it was that. He says that he always knew that he'd got this shit bridge. It's just a bridge. But, obviously, it's just, well, it's just a bridge, isn't it? He reckons that he just wanted to have a bit of London in Arizona for, as a bit of a, like a tourist attraction. But unless it's Tower Bridge, you're never going to make that happen, are you? It's just a sort of shit bridge. So yeah, it's been there since the 1960s, but London were happy to sell it, like the council yeah, or mayor or whoever, were happy to sell it because obviously, well, it needed some... That fucking uh, Sadiq Khan, selling my yeah. bridge. Yeah, <laughs> bastard. They blame him for everything, don't they? Yeah, get Boris to build his garden bridge. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, it needed maintenance and, well, fuck that, let's just sell it to the Yanks, they'll buy it. Tell them that it's Tower Bridge and they'll know no different. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's a you can stay in a wigwam hotel um, again in Arizona because obviously you want to do that, wouldn't you? Wigwam and um, like Native American, um, like a big a yurt as we'd call yeah. them nowadays. Do you want to know something interesting about um, America? So obviously, so America is basically the America that we know is built on stolen land, right? Let's let's be honest. Yeah. 
obviously Native Americans were there first. Do you want to know where they came from? Go on. Siberia. How's that work? They migrated from Siberia. So Native Americans have their roots in Russia. Has anybody told Donald Trump this? He won't like that. I think he, I think he, he, likes, he likes Russia more than you think. <laughs> oh no, Sam, he said that. No, he, 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 owes, he owes more money to Russia than you think. Um, but, but, How's he still not dead yet? All them opportunities to have shot him. Because all his friends have, because everyone on his side has the guns. But everyone in America has guns. Someone could have just taken a shot at him. Did you see? Either given yeah, it... Did you see? Because it was a recent thing. Because um, the whole Black Lives Matter thing's been going on. They've had all the protests and stuff. And they had a march. Uh, I can't remember what the state was. It might be Arizona or something like that. Anyway, this comes through this this street of like posh houses, and you get this um, uh, this couple stood outside their house. The fellow's got an AK, well not an AK-47, he's got an assault rifle and his wife's got a handgun. Have you seen the pictures? No, I've not, no. Wearing like a, like a pink polo shirt um, and chinos. Little guy, little sort of um, fairly sort of short kind of the gun's about as big as he is. They're this big fucking assault rifle. Safety off. Um, and this and this um, woman there pointing a handgun um, at these peaceful pro, you know, just marching through, just just you know, just walking walking by. It's just terrifying. I can't imagine living in a country where, if I were protesting something, so I was protesting you know, Brexit, or whatever, and I'm going down the street, and there's people lining the streets with guns on the other side of my argument. That would that would be terrifying. These people, I mean, I can't begin to know or really understand or say anything really relevant to the conversation about Black Lives Matter work because I'm a middle class white guy, so I, I have no, I have, I have nothing relevant to say really or anything that's useful to add to the debate. But I can't imagine that must take fucking balls. That must take balls to be able to do to be able to stand, or, or things would be so bad that you would risk. You know, having to deal with that environment to make your course heard. When basically, well, the Americans, well, they think we're crazy for not having guns, don't they? You know, it's unsafe yeah. for us, but we're fine without them. Exactly. I could probably count on one hand the amount of times I've seen a gun in real life. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. The only time in my life where I've really been around, been around guns. Properly, was in America. I went to we went we flew into Orlando. We're at the airport, and you have like a shuttle. Um, I'm not sure if it was like a bus. You know, it's like airport type buses that take you from the terminal down to wherever. So we get on this thing. It's like a bendy bus, and there's uh, so we get on, and then right after us, there's about six or seven guys get on um, who are like airport airport police or whatever and they've all got like assault rifles and whatever they've got like they've got like assault rifles they've got sidearms as well because everyone's fucking like arnie and commando uh oh remind me i need to come back to arnie in a second remind me that after i finish this um the, the, the um yeah it was crazy and i know it was law enforcement so i didn't feel unsafe but it felt really bizarre because I'm like, why on earth do they need that? Like, I get, I get, we live in you know post nine eleven, you know, we live in times where you can have a suicide bomb or whatever. But what good's a fucking assault rifle against a suicide bomber? You're a walking bomb. Yeah, you get some police around here, don't you, with um, machine guns and that? But yeah, there's but not many of them, and they are no. very, very highly trained. It's yeah. pretty rare. The highway train, it's very rarely used. Um, and you see it more in London than you see it anywhere else. It's now and again in Manchester, I've been in Manchester and seen it. But yeah, but yeah that was weird. It was like, you just stood there and you were like, I was, and I was where we were. We, they got on after us and it was pretty much standing room only at that point. I'm just stood next to, you know, there's a surrounding. It's quite, it's quite intimidating. Um, 
and, and whenever I see these pictures in, in America, you know, with someone in a subway, and I mean, I don't mean subways in like the train, I mean subways in like the sandwich shop, you know, queuing <laughs> for a hearty six inch <laughs> Italian, and he's got, a, he's got a fucking assault rifle as big as Wales attached to his back. <laughs> I see pictures of that and just think, my God, why? That country is just, that country is so fucked until it just decides enough is enough so much money tied up in it they just don't know if they'll ever get out of it that culture that way of life i just think they all just want to be fucking white up just don't understand just fuck don't get it get vladimir to go and sort it out don't get it anyway so arnold schwarzenegger so glad i wrote it down and forgot totally i completely forgot about it mainly because i'm half cut because i'm drinking this beer very quickly um arnold schwarzenegger and anchor steam anchor brewery have a connection so back in the 90s hasn't arnie come up on the pod before yes steagle steagle was one yes anyway so um back in early in his career pretty much in his bodybuilding days before terminator and all that he was um he had a role in a program called streets of san francisco which is a cop show uh, as a guy that works at the Anchor Brewery. So they filmed in the Anchor Brewery, and Arnie was a, a guy basically carrying big kegs of beer and stuff. Um, I think he was a murderer. I think he was the bad guy. I think he actually <laughs> murdered people. I don't know Excellent. But looking at... Because on the Wikipedia page, you've got Anchor Steam and whatever, and then you have... Um, on the Wikipedia page, Arnold Schwarzenegger is on there as linked to key people. Either. So, that, really, for reason that little appearance or little thing that he did working for Yanka Brewery in Street of San Francisco is obviously one of the main highlights of that brewery's existence. A bit strange, but anyway. excellent. Have we got a rating for it while we're at, yes. the, at the beer again? Uh, I would give mine. I would give mine... Well, I already said, didn't I say seven and a half? Uh, yeah, I think you did, actually. So Lagunitas, six. Brooklyn, seven. I slightly prefer this to Brooklyn, so I'll give the seven and a half. Yeah, if you want, I'll go with that. They're all... They're around the same sort of ballpark, aren't they? Yeah, if I, if I were you, I'd get hold of the lager. You might prefer the lager more than the steam beer. Um, I'll give that a go. I probably should have flipped it the other way and given you this, but I wanted you to try the steam beer, because I... I and I quite like it. And, you know, I wanted you to kind it's of. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. I could drink that. I probably wouldn't have many more of it, but it's all right. Have we got much else to say? Are we wrapping up? I think we should wrap up. Put these poor listeners out of their misery. Yeah, it's been. A, it feels like it's been a long one. It's not. We've it done an be... hour. We've done over an hour. So yeah, over an hour. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for listening. The edit. Longest the edit. Ever episode. The edit is not going to be kind either. I'm going to just leave everything. Yeah, <laughs> can't be. Yeah, happy. we've managed to cut. Managed to cut out many errs today, so we've done well. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we haven't said err as much, and I don't think, maybe I said basically loads, I'm not sure. But I'm just going to leave the edit as is. I just can't be asked. I can't, no, one, no one's fucking listening anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. And today is um, Independence Day, so let's get it out there. Put it out there to the world. Happy, anyone in the States listening, happy Independence Day. Um, we do love your country, honest. It's just, you know, you're not, you're not having the best of time anymore, are you? Uh, we don't like Budweiser or Bud Light, but these three beers are better. You know what? We've on this pod, we've not been that unkind to Bud. We we've called it a middle of the road. And I still, you know, in fact, you know, what I dug out of my loft. I know we're still going on, but um, I dug out of my loft the other day. This commemorative, the World Cup beer. Yeah, have you got one of these. It's from the 2018 World Cup in Russia. Yeah. It's a metal one, isn't it? If I remember right, metal bottles. I've got one of these preserved. I just found them aloft. I've got to dig out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I have nothing. I have no animosity towards Bud whatsoever. I quite like a Miller Miller Light. When I was in America, I drank loads of Miller Light. Um, cause like, oh no, cause is Canadian, isn't it? Cause is technically Canadian. Um, I'm not sure it is actually. It's Canadian owned, but I don't think it originally was Canadian. I could be wrong. Mm. wrong. If sure. you know any, basically, if any of the listeners know any better 
um, American beers, lagers preferably, please let us know because we'd like to drink them. Well, I feel like I need to up my lager game. There's there's one I've seen from New Orleans called Dixie, but um, I've heard mixed things about it. We'll give it a go. Mm, something to look at. I think it's on Busy Room. Anyway, right, we're, we're gonna we're gonna put these people out these you know ten people out of their misery. Um, okay, what's the uh, socials, Mark? Um, at FTLB Pod, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Please, please make sure you follow us. Um, also. On um, Apple Podcasts, please make sure you give us a good review as well. Help us yeah. get the uh, the word out there more. It'd be good. Turns out five star reviews are really important in podcasting. Yeah, it works really well. Yeah, the more five star reviews you get, the more people actually listen. Which, uh, funnily enough, when we were starting out, we didn't really uh, know or care. Who'd have thought that? Yeah, we thought <laughs> it's just shit, isn't it? That that pod- podcast wise, obviously, there's loads of podcasts out. Loads of great ones out there, and loads of loads of ones that don't really get the so many attention they deserve. Uh, uh, arguably, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily put us in the top tier of podcasts, but um, the uh, <laughs> but there's far more professional outfits than us. But um, it, it seems like a really frustrating to get noticed and to get kind of the word spread. Unless you're on app, there's no other format or or type of platform for reviewing podcasts. Talking about it, just it feels like a very closed industry it's, very, it's a bit of a niche isn't it it's a very narrow funnel to get through to get noticed anyway. um, so yeah you know, thanks for listening this has been um, probably not our best episode but um, happy 4th of July emotional Americans. my daughter's trying to get in as we speak so I better wrap in while she's trying to good time smash it through like um, <laughs> from The Shining right okay <laughs> take care everyone Bye-bye.